normal. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not that good. They need no, no, no. to be a the bit players fucking too. nuts. Yeah, yeah, the players like, too. The ones were, were like with Pep or Mourinho or whoever it is, you could just tell they're just a bit fucking nuts. Oh, yeah, they're going to win. You know? 100%. I can't think of one who isn't. Like, Fergie was and, absolutely and out of his mind. Yeah, like, you can't. Did you see the one? Have you, have you guys ever seen that clip? Like, they show sometimes, like, Fergie in Aberdeen. They literally won the Scottish Cup and the league. And he's like, berating his players at the end of the, the Scottish Cup game. He's like, he played like shit. They played like absolute shit. This is not my team. And they freaking won. Against <laughs> Throw it to years later. And he's like, I really regretted that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But everybody's got to have that crazy streak on them. Players or managers. 100%. All right. Shall yeah. we? Are you guys good? Everyone's yeah. Good? I, I, I was just recording just in case there was some good stuff. Oh, good. Yeah. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast and under the Koshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex Mohanad is here. Hello. And Bernie is here. What up, what up, what up? Uh, Bernie, you are wearing a Raptors t-shirt. Wrong sport, mate. <laughs> yeah, this is my doing the yard work t-shirt. You know, <laughs> the championship gloss wears off after two years. <laughs> Says, says Alex, the guy that has a t-shirt with an American football on it that says, I love soccer. No, the Is t-shirt the just says soccer. Oh, okay. With a picture of an American football. <laughs> There's no emotions attached to it. Uh-huh. Yeah. But crucially, Monad, I'm not wearing it to pod. That's true. That's true. Well, I didn't I'm know sure that. I have. I, yeah. I, you have, definitely. <laughs> that one and the sardines <laughs> one with the, with the quote from Cantona. Yeah. Yep. True. All right. Um... Every week we're like, it's been a big weekend of football. Nothing is compared to this. This, this was, this was something else. There's, there's, there's so much going on. But I want to start with uh, the news that has broken today. Well, it's not actually news, but it's just like reiterated reports that Harry Kane might want to leave Spurs. Um, so, I mean, it's too early in the story. The do's and don'ts, the, the why's and wherefores is too early. But... I'm going to ask you, if you had 150 million to replace your star striker, what would you do? Holland. For wait, wait, wait. The, the, this question is from the perspective of Spurs, correct? Oh, yeah. Not... Is it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so let's 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 reel that oh. back in. <laughs> I just thought you meant in general, like why would you buy Kane when you can buy Holland? Well, yeah. right. I mean, and that's one of the right. many arguments as to why nothing might happen. You know coming from this but if you were to go let's say PSG come in splash the silly money what are you doing? Spurs don't have that pull especially not being in the Champions League next season I think I think you take that money and you spread it across the squad you do another one of those seven useless signings that they did for like 15 million each and said this is the future except do it better than, than, than how they did it that time but the, the principle is correct yeah I agree <laughs> yeah no, I agree. I don't, I don't think there's anyone like below that very below that extremely elite level. There's no one that's that's going to be able to actually just step into that position and and fill the role. But they will still need to buy strikers. Nobody they yeah, have yeah, in their yeah. squad can step up. Yeah. So I'm thinking like you do you do like an Edward or a Daka mm-hmm. or someone on that level, and then try and make sure the rest of the team is Isaac. okay. Well, yeah, that, you like a Isaac, good show. don't you? I do. Why? It's a good show. He's just got it. I mean, again, I'm not going to pretend like I follow him every week, but just from what I've seen, he seemed, I like players that have a mix of, especially strikers, that have a mix of the technical and the physical, like Haaland. 
Isaac seems to have that that touch, that really nice touch for a big guy, and that's that's what I really like. But not you know not as slow as Giroud, but that <laughs> kind of category. He scored an amazing goal at the weekend. Actually, he did. He yeah. Did. Uh, if anyone doesn't know who we're talking about, because which would be fair, uh, Alexander Isaac Isaac Swedish international. I think he's like 22, and he was at Dortmund, and so everyone was like, "This is going to be the kid." And then he kind of went quiet for a couple of years. Uh, but it's like when someone goes to Dortmund, you think like they're they're going to be immediately brilliant at 17, and when they're not, things die down a bit. Yeah, he's he's a good player. I I got to see him play against United. He didn't he didn't really do very much for someone who's very very speedy. You know, he didn't, I mean, he didn't have a good two legs. No one did in Sociedad. But I remember Chimdi was telling me, like, he can see something. Like, you know, people just say, I can see something about this guy. And I couldn't see at the time. But he is a good player. But mm, Tottenham are going to have to kick a couple years. I mean, on Monitor, we'll, we'll say this. They're going to have to take a couple years being really shit, which they kind of are. <laughs> but it's going to have to be a rebuild because players need to gel and all that stuff. And yeah, the... I think Odson Edward might be actually a better idea just because rough and tumble of Scotland might be a bit easier to adjust to <laughs> English ways. Also keep in mind that we're there, you know, I want to move on from Tottenham, but they're, they're worried about the striker. I think the biggest worry is to try to find a manager. Yeah. Well, to, it, it did occur to me that this could make it, it could make their decision easier. I, cause from, from the speculation and, and what have you, it looks like they're stuck between like a, a project manager, like a Graham Potter or a, I don't know, like a Scott Parker or whatever. And then someone who's got enough of a reputation to keep the kind of whole thing intact and, and try to go again. Right. Like, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, like a Benitez or I don't know, someone like that. I think a Brendan Rogers would be perfect. Oh, he would, but it, doesn't look like they're going to be able to unless Leicester finish outside the top four, but we'll get to that. Anyway, the point being that like, if you decide right now, okay, fuck it, let's sell Kane. That allows you to do the rebuild. Then you get a Potter and you like actually start again. Whereas if you're trying to keep Kane, I'm not, I think that's where the, the complications. Are. Well, the question is whether they get the money and just dump it into stadium too, right? It's not going to be all go. I don't think it's all going to go towards. Oh, it. They're going to take at least half of that money and dump it into their debts for that stadium. For sure. For sure. But to Alex's point, Potter is the guy, in my opinion. Brendan, at this point, it's a step down. Like, even if they're in Europa League, you have a great ownership. Daniel Levy is a bit of a prick. Like, listen, we can laugh about, about Brendan all we want. I don't think he's a stupid man. <laughs> like, I think he knows that Swansea thing was a good situation for him. Celtic's a good situation for him. Liverpool was good for his profile to some extent. He makes good moves for himself. I don't think he, he messes that up with... Yeah, and also, also going to Spurs after losing Kane is not the moment you want to go to Spurs at. No, no way, no chance. All right, let's get into the league. Uh, No, sorry, I'm going to turn down that request. All right, please do. FA Cup final. Oh yeah, true. (laughs) Yeah. When when Bernie mentioned that uh, Brendy and and his uh, his lovable Leicester owners, I was like. This is the thing, and I'm sure it went through a lot of people's heads that when Brendan Rodgers was having that lovely cuddle with the owner, um, like, can you imagine that happening with anyone else, like Cronky or Glazer or Levy or just? May there wasn't a football football Twitter was just foaming at the mouth at ang- with anger. <laughs> They're like, what is this, man? <laughs> I'm sure people went onto the streets and protested at the Emirates and, and No Trafford again just because they saw that hug and they were so pissed off. 
<laughs> yeah, and it was amazing. Uh, the, uh, right before, I think, the FA Cup final, there was a really nice interview with Schmeichel. And he was just talking about the, the, you know, the father of the current owner, obviously the guy who started the whole thing. And just, you know, the kind of support they got from him and the plan. And, you know, I think Schmeichel signed when they were in the championship. And the owner at the time said, you know, in five years, we're going to be in the Champions League. Like, that's the kind of plan that he really had in mind. And what Leicester have done in the last five years has been nothing short of phenomenal. Like, it is a miracle. It's not just winning the league. The whole package of everything they've done, from recruitment to, um, you know, where they finished in the league, to the managers they've gotten, to, to just even replacing the players that they had to sell in the Contes and the Mars. And, you know, I think it's a phenomenal five-year um, kind of, you know, stretch that, that this club has gone through. Mm-hmm. I th- I think just just something I thought about Mohamed is like like you know like growing up in Oman like people are really fanatical about football like like to a to almost an insane degree and I feel like you know these are Thai owners you know it's very very similar in Malaysia it was the same thing you see all these owners from Russia from the Middle East Thailand these people are football fans Qatar like that's that's what they do. So if they do want their teams to win, it's not just a financing vehicle or just a sports watching vehicle, for example. They're actually fans. And the Cronkies and the Glazers are not fans. So why would they try as hard as they possibly could in in comparison to these guys? Well, the Americans, the Americans, unfortunately, I know it's a kind of a, it's a wide, whatever brush that I'm brushing them all with. But like the Americans are treating it like franchises. They're trying to make money off it. They're using it as debt leverage for their actual franchises that they care about in the U.S., etc. But when you get, you know, even if you look at Abramovich, forget all his, like, human rights issues and how he makes his money and stuff. At the end of the day, he's a fan. He, When he came into Chelsea, he, just, he did this. He wanted to watch his team succeed. He pumped all the money in there. He was at every game in the stadium, etc., etc. We're seeing it the same with, with Leicester. You know, we're seeing some other examples, you know, when Usmanov wanted to take over Arsenal, etc. You know, there are examples of people and we can talk about how they make their money all we want. But the point is they are fans as opposed to just adding the Americans adding to their portfolio. And the, the other funny thing about it is that, like, the Leicester owners are fans, yes, but the way that they run the club probably makes them more money than mm-hmm. the way that a Glazers or a Cronkies run the club. The fact is that if you do the right things... You scout smartly. You sell when you get the right offers. You know you treat the fans well, so you sell out the stadium. You keep ticket prices reasonable, so you have you know people buying all the merch that you want to flog them. You don't end up with boycotts and all that kind of thing. Like you do the right things, you will get rewarded. And yet these people don't get that. Yeah, yeah. And I think you know to to the point of scouting. Even if you look at Chelsea, like the other side of it is N'Golo Kante, who's you know, the best Chelsea player is basically, but he's from Leicester. You know what I mean? Like Leicester did that business, right? Like, and Mares on the city side, right? Like these are two of the best players that we've seen in the last couple of years in the Premier League, right? Like it's just testament Vardy, to them. Vardy, Vardy from, like where they got him to where he, to where he ended up, where he started. Like it's insane. I mean, even you look at like Fofana, you look at, um, Suyunshu, you look at a couple of these names on there and you're like, you know, no one knew who Suyunshu was and, and, you know, Castagna and like, there was just, Tielemans obviously was relatively known, but not at this level, right? Indeedy, like there's just so many, even the fact that they went and bought a Perez off, what is it, Newcastle at the time or Inacho, like these are really, obviously everything has to fall into place and all has to come together and you have to have some luck go your way. But at the end of the day, you've made some really, really smart decisions. Yep. It, there, there was like a little period where they made the wrong ones. Um, Puel was there, I think, 
and they signed non-police Mendy because he looked like Conte, and they signed uh, Gazal because he looked like Riyad Mahrez. Um, yes. other, <laughs> other than that, they've got it very right. But oh. let's let's get into the cup final. Sorry, buddy. Oh, I was just gonna say like, yeah, we'll get into it. But also, Johnny Evans might actually be the MVP. Like, oh. forget forget the injury and what happened. He has been an absolute force in the defense for that team, you know, ever since he got there and very under the radar, underrated because people have been talking about Soyuncu, have been talking about Fofana, like while Johnny Evans has been there, but people in the know at Leicester have literally said that Evans is probably the best defender in that team. He is a wonderful player and he's a wonderful leader as well with Casper Schmeichel behind, behind him. Like that's, that's a solid foundation to build anything on. So I want to give him his credit. Absolutely. And, and frankly, they, they strapped him up and injected him with God knows what to get him into this game. And when he came off, which was what, 30 something minutes mm. in? Not very long. Uh, you know, we exchanged messages and we we're like, I don't know if Leicester can do this without him because we've seen a couple league games recently where he's not been there and they've looked like a total shambles. So when he came off, I really was fearing the worst for them. But you know what? Soyuncu and, uh, and Fafana really stepped up, like monster defensive performances from them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even even just Tillemans and Ndidi in front of them. Castagna played really well. You know what I really liked? I really liked watching Wes Morgan on there for the last eight minutes, kind of rolling <laughs> yeah. back the clock. It, every time I see him on there, it just takes me back to the title-winning season. You know, I saw him running around, clearing headers. He even had like a goal disallowed. You know, he just took me back to that to that title-winning season. It was nice to see him running around there. You know, those eight minutes are the only eight minutes he possibly could have played <laughs> like i don't think his body would have let him do a single minute more so credit was, to him as well it was very murtasaka 2017 vibes just like get him out the coffin for one one last yeah. hurrah i felt when okay i felt sorry for multiple people in this case but the chill well offside i know we're jumping around but whatever the chill well offside i mean yes maybe offside by the letter of the law but you know as we've discussed every week for the last year the the law is total bullshit i mean that that's just not offside. Like, Shilwell doesn't have any advantage. But I felt so sorry for Wes Morgan in the moments in which that was a goal. I was just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> the one time you get on the pitch. Yeah, but it gave us, it gave us brilliant um, videos of Chelsea fans celebrating and realizing it was offside. I mean, oh, tons brilliant. of those. So that's always fun when it's not your own team. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chelsea, obviously, again, this is for the second game in a row. The previous game was against Arsenal where they should not have lost as well. This game, to be fair, they had, you know, most of the possession, the shots on target, the shots of target, all that good stuff. Um, you know, that obviously disallowed goal at the end there. And, uh, you know, on the run of play, I think Leicester did enough to stay in the game, maybe take it into extra time. But to actually win it in the 90 minutes, they were slightly um, fortunate. But, you know... FA Cup finals, that's kind of, we were talking, Alex, when the Tillemans goal went, and it just seemed like every FA Cup final needs a screamer. And you always get one in an FA Cup final. And this was this was this one's, and I thought it was a brilliant shot. Obviously, Kepa in goal. Whether <laughs> Mendy would have kind of reached a couple more inches and got it, I don't know. I don't want to take anything away from Tillemans, but you just feel if Mendy has a couple of inches on Kepa, potentially get a touch on that, potentially. I, I thought saying, it... he, he has like six inches on him or something. Yeah, it's it's a bit of the Bartez and Ronaldo <laughs> flapping at it when you're it's like the shorekeepers like Pickford as well. They make a screamer look really, really good. So I, I you know, not to take anything away from Tillman's, it was a good shot. I think it was even top bins anyway. But 
I don't know. Like, men, I, I'm just, I when I saw, because I didn't watch the game, like, I was in, the, in between a couple things. But then when I did tune in and I saw, I was like, who is this? This is, this is Kepa? <laughs> like, I, I just couldn't understand why in the FA Cup final you play Kepa. Like, maybe Mendy doesn't make a difference. Maybe Mendy fumbles something in the box with his feet or, or something. I don't care. But how do you not start with but, your starting keeper in the FA Cup final when you're a, a new manager in this team? It doesn't make sense. It's an age-old dilemma of you play with, you know, it's not just Chelsea. You play with the keeper all the rounds. You're not then going to take him out of the final after he kind of got you here, right? Like, so either I think you don't do that. Either you play your main keeper all of the FA Cup or you play your subkeeper all of the FA Cup. You don't play the subkeeper all the way up to there and then switch him out in the final. May I propose an alternative? Here we go. Do it in the semi. <laughs> Just like you've gone far enough, you've gotten us to the semi-final. Sure. I don't. I'm not going to take you out for the last game, but you know things are too serious now. I mean, here's the thing. Kep, it's different if you're going from I don't know, Chesney uh, to Buffon or whatever, right? Where the difference isn't that huge. When you're going from like arguably one of the best keepers in the league, when he doesn't have to engage his feet, to <laughs> literally the worst like there's no team in the premier league who would take kepper as it may be southampton but you know what i mean like it's a massive drop-off and yeah. it's such a big risk but they got all the way there so that that, that will be the counter argument well, yeah clearly got all the way here yeah but they got all the way there like it like with all due respect like man city are the best team in the league but they brought out their b team in that semi-final like it was just no reflection none of these games between city and chelsea any reflection what's going to happen in the champions league final because city were messing around in both of them so, like, it's not a true reflection of Kepa's abilities, especially when you know Kepa doesn't save shots. So, like, if Kepa doesn't save shots, then I would tell Tillman, shoot! <laughs> you know? <laughs> you, know what was, uh, you know what was actually really interesting in this game as well? I don't know if you guys noticed. The commentator did bring it up once in a while. It seemed like Reese James, for a lot of the game, was playing the third center back while Aspliqueta yeah. was the wing back. And maybe that's to deal with pace. Maybe that's to deal with Vardy's pace. But... That was very interesting because everybody obviously expects Reese James to bomb up and down the field. but And then, you know, Aspilicueta with Thiago Silva, maybe they're just too slow there together. It, it kind of makes sense a little bit, but I was surprised to see that happen. Yeah. I yeah. Thought, sorry, no, you go, go, you go ahead. You go ahead. You no, yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say that, yeah, I think, I think that must have been to deal with, with Vardy. Uh, not that you need to these days because he has mm-hmm. absolutely stopped scoring goals, but um, I can't really imagine any other reason for that other than, as you say, like, Tiago and Aspi next to each other. I mean, that's palatial. Yeah, that's yes. Just... Also, there was the Madison snub. I mean, he hasn't been playing for a while. He didn't play the last game against Liverpool. Who was it? United. He didn't play against United. Maybe people thought, yes, he is dropped, but potentially will come back for this for this cup final. And then he played Iose Perez instead. So that was that was a big call as well. Um, I know Madison's not in good form, but you know he's one of their top players. So I was surprised to see him on the bench until like the 70th minute or so. Casper Schmeichel with a with a big big save oh. towards the end, like oh. people are, were doing the whole. That's just like his dad. And yeah. if you're gonna reel one out of those, like when you bring one of those out, like might as well have it in the FA Cup final, right? The thing is, it's one of those where like you can watch it in the replay and say, yes, it's a good height. Yes, it's not in the corner, but it's not about that. It's how it made you feel live because the minute Mount let that go, there was just no time between Mount kicking it and Schmeichel saving it. There was mm-hmm. zero reaction time, and it was like how. Did you react that fast to that? It was poof, brilliant. Yeah. And, and you can also tell by, by Mount's reaction. Because anyone who's played football to any, in literally any level, sometimes you hit a shot and you just know, right? And that, 
Mount would have felt that when he hit that shot, he would have thought goal, and yep. then it was a. Giroud was there. already celebrating like his arms started to go up in the air, <laughs> like it was that good. Yeah, well, Giroud celebrated a couple goals that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this time he might just look over at VAR first and be like, mm, "Okay, guys." <laughs> um, I want I want to ask you both. Uh, two little questions. Uh, one is just a lineup thing. Um, Alonso started instead of Chilwell, which I thought was quite funny because Chilwell played for Leicester last year and then wasn't playing for anyone in this game. <laughs> would, like, what, what did you make of that decision? I think Alonso works as a wing back. I know Chilwell has been playing there. I know Chelsea have been playing five at the back, but Alonso is pretty much made for the wing back role. He's not made to defend in a four for a left back. So I get why Alonso played, but I don't get it from like a form slash who's been playing recently. And if I'm not mistaken, again, not a Chelsea fan, haven't been following 100%, but it feels like Chilwell has been playing in the Champions League, etc. Maybe I'm wrong, but it felt like a like a sudden change. I mean, it didn't really ultimately affect the game, but... Yeah, I thought that was weird. Well, in, even in the last game, um, you know, in the semifinal, it was Chilwell and not Alonso. In fact, it was the exact same side except for Alonso. And I don't know. I don't rate Alonso. So to me, it's always a bad decision. But then is Chilwell, has he been that good anyway? I don't rate like, Chilwell like, either. I don't rate either of them. Yeah. 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 I think maybe if you think neither are brilliant, but Alonso scores... Quite a lot of goals, maybe. Um, but anyway, this is a far more important question, which is that uh, Brendan Rodgers is in a lovely suit. I think he wears a lovely suit most <laughs> weeks. Thomas Tuchel showing up to an FA Cup final in a tracksuit. I mean, he looked like a chav. There are tracksuits and there are tracksuits, <laughs> but he honestly looked, just looked like a chav that had just shown up. The German <laughs> disrespect on English soil. I mean that is that 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 is that is that is World War Three kind of stuff. How but by dressing you? as an Englishman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, That's a small curry. Don't you wear not just the soup but the the flower? Like, isn't that the thing? Like, there's real formality about the FA Cup final. Bro, like. you don't just wear a suit. You bust out the vest. <laughs> yeah. You know that vest that's been sitting there for the three, three years piece. that you haven't wore. You bust out the three piece. You got the pocket, the pocket watch, the monocle. It all comes out on the epic of final day. This dude rocks up and is like Adidas tracksuit. Oh, and, and you see the thing about him with the mixtape, like his hands, oh. like he was trying to give instructions to have. Was it Havers? Yeah. I like. Honestly, I hate these types of guys. His hand is just moving for no reason, not communicating anything to anybody. <laughs> Yeah, I really want to know what he was. What he was it was, was the traffic funny. cop. <laughs> it was funny the neutrals, just like, you know, the neutrals before the game literally just switched over to Luster the minute they saw it. Like, that's how much they care about their FA Cup, like, yeah. um, culture. And it's just like, how dare you? This is unacceptable. <laughs> it did genuinely look disrespectful. Like, some, some managers will do, like, a nice tracksuit or, like, some kind of combination. He just went full... Or at yeah. least, like, you know, Pep would at least bring out the sweater. You know that sweater yeah. with the shirt and the tie that he wears? Because yeah. he doesn't want to. He wants to wear his stupid, like, we are citizens hoodie or whatever, like, you know? But, like, at least he will do that much. Like, we can accept that, like, from Pep, a hipster Pep will guy. will go business casual, for sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, which, which, okay, final question before we move on from the FA Cup. If you were a manager, what would you wear? Like, week for, to week? For the FA Cup? Oh, week to uh, week? Yeah. Are you a suit manager? What, what Arteta wears, that kind of middle ground between, yeah. like that nice leather jacket with a with a with a clean kind of with, with sneakers on, right? Yeah, yeah, those like very expensive, you know, seven hundred dollars sneakers that you own. I was probably already one. got them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Arteta he, is oh, very no. fashion forward. I, w- I will give him that. He is very fashion forward. In He's that young. Sense. That's why. He's like, it's, I'm going to go manage the team now and then go to the club afterwards. Like, <laughs> He's got to be good at something. <laughs> yeah, I don't think any of us would bust out the tracksuit. No, no. Middle, uh, I agree. Middle ground. I think I think I can see Bernie going way too formal. I can see that. You know, you know the one that like the one I was thinking about, um, uh, Herve Renard. Like, yeah. I would literally just have the shirt rolled up with the mm. pants. Like, mm. that's what I would do. But would you unbutton it as far as Herve just just, to, just to, like to, you know a little bit of chest hair just puff right out? So. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Alex would definitely man. wear like a V-neck or a cardigan. Yeah. Alex, Alex would wear a hoodie V-neck. V-neck. <laughs> Sorry, what? I can see <laughs> nothing. It's all. <laughs> It would definitely be games for hoodies. If you're going up to like Burnley or something, hoodie. Yeah, that that's yeah. a tracksuit day. Yeah, yeah. For, it's, it's it. the, the level of disrespect to Burnley. It's like I wear a suit everywhere else, but to Burnley. It's like a, a, on a cold night in Stoke, I'm wearing a hoodie. Like wearing, yeah. wearing my tracksuit and taking my switchblade with me. <laughs> yeah, the dress pants don't go north of Birmingham. Yeah, like, um, and if you're playing Newcastle, you have to be topless. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just ingratiate yourself. <laughs> Uh, all right we will move on unless there's anything else in the cup final other than you know congratulations Leicester commiserations Chelsea they play again tomorrow which is hilarious uh, in the league but um, speaking of the league and momentous moments Liverpool 2 West Brom 1 where were you when (laughs) when Alisson scored one of the best headers anyone has scored all season firstly what a leap like I was surprised he had hops like that. Like that was a very impressive leap. I, I mean, I hate it that it's the fairy tale of like Allison, and I also hate like Liverpool really like Liverpool fans and social media really like went nuts about this. And if they don't make Champions League, like this is going to be banter. But you know, credit to them. Also, why did West Brom decide to show up and play? Like, I don't get it. They actually play good stuff. <laughs> to be fair, Liverpool right now are making everybody look good. I mean, you watch the game, you're like, Liverpool, this game could have gone on for another 90 minutes and Liverpool would not have scored. It was just one of those days where, I mean, not one of those days, it's been one of those months for Liverpool where just they don't seem to be creative enough to make something happen. Big part of that, again, my agenda is Thiago. He doesn't offer enough. He just wants to pass the ball sideways, which is not good enough. Um, I know we talk a lot about the defense and how much they're missing. I was talking to Alex the other day, and I think forget the defense, keep the young guys. I think if you get a fully fit Henderson back and put him in instead of Thiago, they just they, they, they roll over a lot of these teams. I think the defense has been a bit of an overblown, you know, an over-discussed issue. In that, yes, they had some young guys and they got blitzed a couple times. Sure, fine. But, like, they're not scoring goals more so than they're, you know, like, the burden has really, and I mean really, fallen on Salah. And, like, listen, we've said this before. He's not actually playing well, but he's scoring a lot of goals. And sometimes it's all you need from a superstar player to literally just be there and bail you out with moments of, of, of madness, even when he's not playing well. And they are so reliant. Look at the goal that Salah scored. Like, it was, I don't even think Mane gave him the pass in order to score. You know what I mean? I think Mane thought it was going to be a, a little one-two, give, they'll give and go. And Salah scores a wonderful goal. Like, how, if you are relying on that, you're not going to win the league. When they were, when they won the league last season and the season before when they got really close, Salah was scoring uh, 20 goals, Mane was scoring 20 goals, Firmino's popping up, 
Well, you, you, also have the, you also have the wingbacks, right? Until two weeks ago, Trent could barely pass a ball. Robertson hasn't been able to pass a ball all season. Like, you see those two. Those two have been, last season, I think they were their highest assists, blah, 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 whatever. Like so in like, the league, right? Yeah, yeah. So to have both of them really not firing this season does not help either. And, you know, Robertson has been really bad this season. Even watching this West Brom game, like, the smallest of one two, the smallest of passes, the technical side of the game, the touches are long, the first touches are, like, miscontrolled, the passes, you know, there's a simple pass from, like, Robertson to Firmino down the line that could have created something. And he just completely kicked it out of, out of bounds. Like, it just... Something's not right with the players this season, whether it's injury, whether it's fatigue, you know, catching up with a lot of them because they did play a lot last season, pretty much the same 11 all season or whatever it's 50, 60 games because they got to like every final. So, yeah, it, it right now they just need to creep in. And I think we talked about this. It's in their hands, right, Alex? Because uh, they're only... I think no. so. It is. Well, because Chelsea and Leicester are playing next. So one of them is going to drop points, yeah, so right? And it then Liverpool will go over them. Yeah. So, to, yeah, like technically it's not just yet because... Yeah. No, no, but think about it. Anything that happens between Chelsea and Leicester works for Liverpool. There's no combination where it's bad. So Liverpool win their next two games, they make top four because they're very lucky that Leicester and Chelsea play each other. Somebody's going to drop points. Well, except that if Chelsea beat Leicester and Liverpool win, then they are both on 66 points. Yeah, but then Liverpool would be better goal difference than Leicester because it's the same goal difference right now. So Liverpool would win, Leicester would lose. So best case, it would be plus two, right? So again, in Liverpool's hands. Just, yeah, just. So they're very lucky that they're playing each other. <laughs> so it's yeah. a good finish. It's a good finish. So I'll, pretty much one of Leicester and Chelsea could drop out. And if Leicester beat Chelsea again this week, so they would beat them in their pickup final, drop them out of the top four. Whoo! That would be. I where see. is the games? Like, who's do, you, do we know who's home? Because now there are fans, and it's supposed to supposed to make a it's, difference now. <laughs> it's at Stamford Bridge, yeah. and, and I just think that Leicester are gonna be too drunk i just like they're just the the amount of energy expended in winning that game and then celebrating that game mm, i just high, can't right? yeah and and chelsea will need some kind of pride and revenge i just can't see leicester winning this game what's yeah. the final 29th isn't it i Something think like so yeah 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 so chelsea have chelsea have a lot of time to recover so they're going to play their full squad here oh yeah for sure um, so but can we just Again, I don't want to gloss over the Allison thing. I know Bernie brought it up, but that was a moment. Like that is that is going to be in 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 Premier League folklore for a long time because it's it's one of those like I know there's keepers that have scored in the past, but no one has scored a header, and I don't think any of the goals has looked as intentional. As I think Schmeichel like, scored from yeah, there. Yeah, Schmeichel did score, but this one just looks intentional. This one looks like a striker at a corner like it was phenomenal the way he scored that goal and the technique and I was talking to either Alex or Shannon saying think about it he never has to head the ball so pretty much he's been playing football for 20 years all coming to this moment where he has to have a 100% scoring record with his head you yeah. know, Alisson is sorry. Ederson is pissed off right now. You know that, right? <laughs> He's about to be picking balls all over that yeah. field. Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. And 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 a, a few different things had to happen. Like the delivery from Trent was perfect, and West Brom completely ignored Allison. Like, yeah, he's here, but he's here to cause chaos, and we're not going to fall for that. So they just completely ignored him, and he nodded <laughs> in. Um, but we've had a couple of questions on this. So um, to that point. Um, Adriano at Gillespie, Ryan Ed, friend of the pod, says, um, sorry, I clicked off it. Why did defenders not mark goalkeepers when they go up at corners? Because they're supposed to be useless. So doesn't like, everyone just do zonal marking now anyway? 
So now you've added another person to the zone. There's an nope. overload anyway. The problem, though, Bernie, is to Alex's point, when you watch this goal, you know how the players start at the back post and run towards the front yeah, post, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So Liverpool players were doing that. West Brom players were doing that. And literally, it was like a wave of people just running past Allison, <laughs> And he just stood where he was while everybody else just ran past him. Like, no one cared. Like, not even, no one even looked at him. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. Like, I don't know. It's just such a slow... Like, what are the chances? Yeah. No. I mean, that's the thing. But he is massive. He is massive. He really, really is. Uh, but I, I guess my problem is, like, 1-1, one, one, Liverpool probably don't make the Champions League, right? Like, it's hmm. probably at that point a bit too much. And what irritates me now is it's going to be Man City, Man United, Chelsea and Liverpool. And it's like, great, we went through this whole 38-game <laughs> season where everyone was like, oh, my God, Great things can happen. Villa, remember that? Yeah, like yeah. West Ham and Everton. Leicester. And at one point, Everton. And we just went back to the same whole shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Liverpool it's back true. to fourth. You know, just, just roll it back like three years ago or whatever. That's it. It's just especially, especially with uh, like Chelsea, Liverpool barely deserving it. Yeah. As well. yeah, yeah. But um, we've had uh, another question on this uh, from Mohamed Rashini at Blame the Keeper on Twitter. The goalkeeper's coming out in their droves this week. Mm. Um, who says... Prior to Sunday, if you were going to compile a list of the top five active goalkeepers most likely to score a goal, where would Allison have ranked in your list? He would have been top three for me behind Edison and Manuel Neuer. Edison is definitely number one for me. Because yes. he would have, like, that would have given him a penalty. Just and and be, Edison can literally break. shoot from his own yeah. box and, and score. Yeah. I would have put Edison as number one for sure. I, f- yeah. I feel like, um, what's his name? Neuer would have actually been playing as a striker <laughs> like, in that Pep Bayern team anyway. So he would have been top of that. Neuer, but, Neuer is a good show. But yeah, who's really good with this? Is their... Ben Foster still playing? Didn't he score? Like, he did from... score. One. Yeah, so he would have been top of my list with a goal kick. <laughs> a few things popped into my head, which was... So Stegen, I think, is one of the best with hmm. his feet. Hmm. I've never seen him go out for a corner, but like he's got the skills. And then... Schmeichel because his dad did it so like he would do it you know what I mean like you can imagine him doing it I think it. he did do this did he? I think he has I'm gonna keep, like, keep you going think he went up for a goal or, or he scored? I think he has scored a goal okay I wouldn't be surprised but yeah that, that's who came oh, almost my scored uh, almost okay. scored okay never mind yeah I think there's not a lot out there that are like yeah. you, you've got to be good with your feet or mental enough to do it right yeah you know, the way the way that pickford like tries to kick the ball like he's trying to kick it out of the stadium feels like at one point it'll go over the other keeper yeah uh, i think edward mendy no no he's 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 not brave enough he's never mind does 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 kyle, does kyle walker count when he's in goal for a city he doesn't count Good when job. he's on the field like outside of school so whatever wow, wow. <laughs> all right well I think that's. I think those are the those are the people that are most likely. But you know, yeah. someone will surprise us. I'm sure. Paul Robinson scored a goal once. That was great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He did. Um, anyway, let's move on to the rest of the Premier League. Um, can, I, can I mention before before we do that? Like we talked yeah. about how like like it was fun, and now it's going to be just boring same teams. And the relegation battle was fun, and then it just became so boring. <laughs> there's no final day or anything it was Fulham West Brom and Sheffield United like didn't they all just come up (laughs) except for Sheffield United like what a waste of time 
Seriously. And to add to that, the two we had the two championship playoff semifinals today. Bournemouth beats Brentford. So all, so, all yeah, boring just, teams just that we've to seen. That point, Bernie, well. So two of the three teams that came up last season ended in 18th and 19th with like minus 37 goal difference and minus 24 goal difference. The third team <laughs> actually ended in 10th. So, you know, Bielsa's mm-hmm. doing his thing. I mean, just again, every week we talk about these expectations of Leeds and let's put him, you know, I, let's put him I, in I, the category. They're, they're a team that should have come up and, and got relegated again. I, like I, I like want to, no, no, they shouldn't. But I want to ask you a question. Out of sheer curiosity, where did Sheffield United finish last season? It was like eighth or ninth or something, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, where so do Leeds Wolves, are getting relegated next? Where do Wolves finish when they came up? So here's the thing, Bernie. Though, that no, like I just Sheffield, like I Sheffield just want an answer yeah. out of curiosity. Yeah, just, yeah, sure. Asking like, for a Sheffield friend. United were winning. Games, like, <laughs> Sheffield United were winning games like one nil, two one, whatever. Leeds are smashing teams apart, man. Did you see them beat Burnley? It was yeah, that, yeah, that's absolute fine. bollocking. I mean, this is good Burnley. This is Burnley on form. Burnley have been killing every Wolves were seventh. So, like, don't impress me. (laughs) (laughs) Unreal. Unreal. Imagine Bernie if he was, like, the owner of Leeds and Bielsa walked into the office all, like, you know, with a pump. And then Bernie's like, that don't impress me. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, after three years and he's still using this translator, I might be like, come on, Marcelo. Come on. Help me here. Jeez. But no, honestly, credit to Marcelo. Like he's he he did me some favors this season. So Marcelo and I are good. Brennan and I are in decent terms. Uh, Ralph and I are not are not good. <laughs> they they won a game after Fulham gave up on the season. They <laughs> <laughs> won a game. It's very nice. Um, uh, Theo Walcott scored one for one for the books. Yeah. Um, but uh, none of these are the games I wanted to talk about. Which is Newcastle three, Manchester City four. What what a belter. That was so, a sorry, great Manchester game. City B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B, yeah. B, B with B, an asterisk. B plus because <laughs> they're pretty good still. <laughs> yeah, like, this was an unbelievable, especially the first half. Like, what was going on? Like, it's just like back to back, back to back. And Ferran Torres really, you know, every time he plays, he seems to do something. Which is Whether the five times a, that he plays. Yeah, he I mean, he, he's the new Foden, so. We'll oh, see. No, we'll see how much. Scary. That is no, not no, scary. Not no, just scary because that means he's going to end up being yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Isn't he older yeah. than Foden? <laughs> he is. He is obviously, but like in the sense of like you know, City fans are like, "Oh, is he ever going to play? Why did? Why do we have him?" Blah blah blah. But every time he kind of plays, he he takes his chance, and you know, at this point, he's uh, looking a little bit better than Sterling in my box. Who? Well, he scored a hat trick. Ferran Torres. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what it, why? Don't do that. Don't do that. Come on. Look, I got full agenda. There's no half agendas here. Um, but no, he, you know, his goal was that that goal with a little flick was beautiful from that cross over the keeper. I really enjoyed that one. So, um, yeah. yeah, this was a great game. And, and like, again, Newcastle have been playing really well for a month or so now, like really well. You remember they were like kind of in a relegation fight and we said they don't have the fitness and things are starting to look dicey. And then they were, they just, picked it up they've been phenomenal recently Willick man mm. Joe Willick effect like he did that like now is your chance to sell this boy like don't get sucked into the you know that Emotional. thing that, yeah. this is this is when Twitter irritates me like I was irritated for you people were like you see Willick is it's like no 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 guys guys 
this is what you need to do is maximize the revenue opportunity that has become <laughs> in front of you right now. It's possible to make 30 million now, so do it. Like people, you know, having a good academy that produces youngsters is not just so they can get into the first 11. It's like primarily it's not. Primarily you get that one gem every six years that will make it into your first 11. Fine. You know, if two if you're very lucky. The whole point is that you just bring these players up and you sell them for 20 million each to clubs that, you know, that is their level and whatever, mm-hmm. 10th, 11th, 12th. That is what you do. That is the primary goal and the sole purpose of a youth team. Do you guys remember when yeah. Abramovich wasn't interested for a couple of years? That was literally how Chelsea funded everything that they did. Like their net spend was actually pretty good. Now he cares again because he finally got back into England. <laughs> sure, but like he didn't care. Like in Liverpool, we're selling Solanke, like... Alex, who were the guys that um Sheffield. That, that Eddie Howe signed again? Like Jordan, Jordan eBay, Salaki. <laughs> who else? There no, no, no. The one. guy, the guy at Sheffield. Oh, uh, uh, Rian. Rian Brewster. Brewster, my God, Brewster. Remember million. when he won the Champions League and he was showing off his medal online? Like, bruh. <laughs> like you can barely kick a ball for Sheffield. Rian Brewster cost twenty million. Yeah, yeah. No I, wonder you went down, I, mate. No wonder you went down. Yeah, no. Liverpool made some amazing. Amazing sales, a couple. Of I think they made fifty million off of disgusting um, Jordan, eBay, Brewster, and one other guy who I can't remember. You know that small, that little, the little, uh, the little. Oh, Solanke. Um, Solanke was from there, right? He was yeah. Liverpool. There's also the little hundred and ten million that Barca paid for Cotillo. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still paying. Yeah, no wonder you need the ESL, mate. Yeah, um, uh, but on the Willock thing, I just, I just wanted to uh, say that, like. The one example, the one recent example that Arsenal got right was played Emmy Martinez for like six games, showed the world he was good, flogged him for like 19 million more than they would have been able to sell him for before. The only thing is, it's gone wrong because Leno wants to leave and Martinez looks better than him. So that's why everyone's traumatized by selling but, players. But again, it is the right thing to do. Look at it, Wobi. Look at it Ox. Is, yeah. That is what you need to do. Just sell him out. What Arsenal have done and what a lot of teams do is that they hold on for this hope and waste wages and time and the potential on all these players. Sell him before people realize just how maybe not just good that they are. You know, just uh, do I'm, I'm, I am sorry for every... Everton fan in the world because 40 million 40 million for it will be nah whoever on the Arsenal side did that deal I understand why they might still be around like despite <laughs> everything else I do understand why they might still be around if they're they living on that deal <laughs> can, we, can we can we talk about Everton sure yeah they lost one nil to Sheffield United no one loses to Sheffield United anymore what kind of retroactivity is this? If you lose to the last team in the league in the last like three games of the season, you need to go down instead of them. That's how it should work. That's not a bad shout. Can I read you Everton's lineup? Yeah. Please Pickford, do. Pickford, first choice keeper. Holgate, Keane, Ben Godfrey. Wait, wait, Easy. wait, wait, wait. Can we say whether they're shit or not? Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Holgate. Shit. Medium. Michael Keane. Shit. <laughs> Medium. <laughs> ben Godfrey. Um, no one cares. Uh, yeah, he'll be all right. Literally, Bernie cares. Loves him. <laughs> I do. He's good. He's good. <laughs> <laughs> It'll peer pressure. <laughs> I think he's good too. Luca Dini. Great. Overrated. Alan. Good. Overrated. He's good. Decore. Love him. Overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Who overrates Decore? <laughs> you gotta rate. Okay. Okay. Overrate. Okay. okay. Shit. <laughs> Coleman. Legend. Just the legend of the Premier League. It is what yeah. it is. Yeah. Sure. Fine. Hummus Rodriguez. Hummus? 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Flavor of the month. Listen, hummus is not is not that good. I'm sorry. Oh, Bernie, you and I are gonna pull out. I'm okay, sorry. Hummus Rodriguez. He's good. Nah, he's not that good. Okay. Rochelle listen. Great. For for their level, he's a great player. For fifty million? Bruv. <laughs> What? Nah, 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 nah. This is a ceiling. Oh, if, if, if it won't be as 40, though. Yeah, Alex, we, your question about who can Tottenham get. Mm, DCL? That's a good shout, actually. Mm, that, is, that is possible. You know Make what? that step up? Yeah. For yeah. 70 arguably, million? Fuck. Arguably, that's even a good deal. Like, yeah. yeah, it's not just obviously you don't that's a good want deal. to lose Kane immediately, but if you have to, like... Then yeah, you have to spend that 75 million on DCL? Yeah, I, I would have done it <laughs> regardless. So yeah, it's a good deal. It's yeah. a good idea, actually. Good shout. Um, anyway, regardless of whether we think these guys are shit or not, that is their pretty much their first choice eleven, and their manager is Carlo Ancelotti, and they're losing one nil to Sheffield United. What well, is going on? They're losing one nil to Daniel Jebison, Oliver Norwood, John Egan, Chris Basham, Ramsdale, Ben Osborne, Enda <laughs> Stevens. <laughs> Like, what is going on? <laughs> the way one says Ben Osborne with disgust. <laughs> I'm just like, this isn't even Sheffield's starting lineup. They're actually subbing people in because they're already down. Like, like Jemison is like 16 or something. Like <laughs> He scored the goal. Like, like I know Sheffield players. Like, Oliver Norwood, I don't know. Is he been playing a lot? Just yeah. Like, he's, he? he's, he's, a, he's a championship yeah. legend. Okay. <laughs> but, right. I mean, like, listen... Alex, we do this victory lap every single year with Everton. <laughs> and we say the same bloody thing. And remember when they were second for like a day? Mm. And everyone was like, Carlos done it! Good manager. It's like, bro, Everton's mediocrity is inevitable. I don't care if you get Maradona back, like bring him back to life <laughs> and put him on the pitch now. I don't care. Like Everton will always be Everton. Wow, I, I forgot he died there for a second. Yeah, I know. As I said it, I was like, I should have gone this route. <laughs> to be fair Everton will always yeah will always kind of revert to form Leicester are they won the league they won the FA Cup but you know scarily reverting to form if they do drop out of the top four so yeah there's a couple of teams that you can really you know bet on put your money on well remember when Tottenham were going to win the league in like November because they were top so if you guys do a little bit of a madness you can finish above Tottenham It just requires yeah. Tottenham to literally, I don't know if they have to lose both games, but like there's a bit of a window for St. Totteringham today, whatever you guys they can, call They can call draw it. one. Oh, so if and they we, draw one, then that's, that's it? And, well, we got to win both, which is not happening. <laughs> I don't know who you're playing. So it's possible. doesn't matter. I don't know who we're playing either. <laughs> Hang on. I Hang honestly on. don't this know. Is... Who did we even play this week? Uh, didn't you win? You beat somebody. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, we beat Chelsea, luckily. Wasn't that yeah. it? No, that wasn't it. Yeah, that was your last game. Yeah, that was the last game. It, it just was the different round. Oh, we didn't play this weekend. Yeah. Oh, did you play tomorrow? Uh, <laughs> one, is like, no. one is like, my weekend was great. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> the whole weekend, he was like, something's not right. I'm happy the, today. <laughs> the sun was Actually, out. It was like 25 degrees in Toronto. The birds were chirping. Something did not add up. It's because Arsenal weren't playing. <laughs> it's actually true. The next game is Palace on the on the Wednesday, on the 19th. Mm. Um, speaking of Palace, quick chat. One Okay, one thing. Ben Teke scoring goals. Lots of fun. Top player I, I like his celebration. Mm. 
Um, uh, secondly, uh, Frank Lamppost, new Crystal Palace manager. Looks oh. like it's going to happen. What are we thinking? This is the job that he should have taken after Derby. Like, you know, that whole, like, take that intermediate step. Now he's taking it at the wrong time when he thinks he's a big deal. <laughs> Which means he's going to fuck it up, like, very quickly. Very quickly. I thought, Alex, you were going to bring up the Zaha Hudson picture where they were chatting. Oh, yeah, good point. Yeah, that, yeah that's way more. No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I don't know if people saw that photo. Like, literally last week, we joked on the pod where we're like, how does how does Zaha and Hudson like communicate? Like like they're so far apart. They seem to be such different people, but we saw the picture that that was surfacing around from the from the training ground, and they seem to be really into some funny conversation. Obviously, it became like a caption comment thingy challenge, which was fun and hilarious in its own way. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed that photo. They looked like they were both yeah. in a really good mood. Yeah, I have to try and find it. But yeah, when you're on, when you're, when you're on the Hodgson. beach, why not? <laughs> That's true. I just, yeah, I just, I'm just so interested in what the areas of common ground are. That's all. <laughs> they're both from the same city. They're both town. from Croydon. Yeah, they're like from South London, but mm. you know, a hundred years apart. Yeah. yeah. Also, Eze assisted Zaha, and I mean, that's all Crystal Palace fans want to see. That combination. That's it. That's all they're living for right now. Can you imagine how pissed off? You know, Zaha is angry at the best of times when yeah. Eze gets a move, <laughs> and Zaha is still there. <laughs> so I might actually become player manager at some point. <laughs> well, watch Frank mess it up and then Zaha takes over. <laughs> you know how we talk about like the whole Insignia, Napoli connection with the Mafia, etc. Lazio. Yeah. Like there's all that stuff, right? I swear, like something going on with Zaha in the Crystal Palace, man. Like he's in debt or something. He just, you know, something happened. You know, yeah. you know the worst part about the Zaha thing is that like when Everton bought it will be for 40 million. He probably thought, there's the money. <laughs> Just add a little, sprinkle a little bit of crack on that shit. And then Arsenal bring me over. And it never <laughs> happened. <laughs> he did as well. He actually, there's been a couple times where he thought it was happening. Very he, uh, he underestimated how incompetent we are. <laughs> um, okay. I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, if you, if you bet on football, and I don't, I don't think either of you guys do, um, I would put a little bit of money on Palace going down next season. A, because Lampard is a bad choice. And B, because from what I've read, they've got 12 people out of contract this summer. So I don't know how you begin to rebuild a squad to that extent in one summer. The problem is, you know, the question really is, is there enough worse teams than Crystal Palace? And I feel like there will be three worse teams. The ones that come up. Well, you know, Brighton, they're great and Potter is great. But like, you know, can they do another season of this? Maybe the XG finally goes their way, right? Um, Burnley finally, hopefully can go down next season. But they're just so dogged, like they make it happen somehow. So I feel like, yeah, the guys coming up with the sprinkle of Brighton, Burnley, Southampton, I feel like they'll be fine. Yeah, I I just my question is like, do, you know these? You see managers or people you think should make smart decisions in management, and then they keep making dumb ones. That's what I feel like Lampard is doing here. Like everyone in the world knows this is a shitty job. Yep. And even for him being a shitty manager, you don't take this job. But he really like what is it? What is it, what is a drug addiction to management that people just literally jump at any job? Like wait, man, Allegri's about to get Real Madrid three years in the doldrums. Worth it, man. Like chill. He's not gonna get that job, fuck him. But like, well, maybe you know. La- maybe Lampard should uh, should take some English classes. 
you know, do the same thing. Get ready for get ready for his next job. But I don't what about Spurs? Would Spurs hire Lampard? No. God no. You might as well stick with Mason. No, it's not the same. You know it's what? Pretty I, much I, the same. Thing. I, I could see them do. I mean, what about, they, what about Steven Gerrard? Is someone in the Premier League gonna gonna pick him up? They won't, because it's Scotland. I, like he's a shoe in for the Liverpool job. Well, last year already. Yeah. Like yeah. second club decides to leave, how are they not going to appoint Gerrard if he's doing well? So what? Stay at stay at Rangers for one more season? Yep, two, one or two. Yeah, yeah, not a bad shout. Because the problem is he doesn't want to go somewhere. And then miss out on Liverpool once Klopp decides. You know, what I mean? right, right. That overlap when that overlap happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point. But I think you're right. I think otherwise, plenty of people would mm. would consider him. Um, also, but, you, yeah. he's going to take Rangers to the Champions League or at least the qualifiers. So, like, do that. Like, you know, might as well experience that. And Scotland, then... Scotland don't get a an automatic spot, eh? No, they go into like the last qualifying round or something like that. That's disrespect. That's that's that is disrespectful. <laughs> you can win the league. England's got like nine teams in the Champions League. <laughs> They're all for for being a shit league for so long. Once Henrik Larsson left, no one cared. Wow, Bernie. <laughs> it's true though. Ooh, Tell no, me I'm lying. A, it is a bit, yeah. It's, it's it's just so unfortunate. I wish it wasn't the case, but it is. Um, speaking of other leagues, which one do you want to go to? I'm I'm in. I'm personally invested in in Liga, though I know like La Liga is actually more interesting. Uh, but quick on Liga, like Lille had a chance and they blew it. They drew and they didn't. I think they even kind of shot off the line. They could have won the league this weekend, and now there's one point in it, and they have to go into the final game. Against a shit team, I can't remember who, so they should win. But if PSG win, mate, I'll be upset. Lille are away to Angers and PSG are away to Brest. Yeah, so... I mean, it's in Lille's hands still, but you're right. If they had won, it would have been a would have been actually still potentially... Well, what's a goal difference? They were, they were three points up. Yeah, it would have been a goal difference thing. But, like, you would at least think they'll draw to Angers. Like, Angers are terrible. Like... Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then and then then you're okay, but isn't that where Diaby came from? Why I think is it it's where down? I think it's where. Oh. Um, uh, no, no, I was gonna say Guendouzi, but he's Lorient. Yeah, yeah and Giroud's Mont- Montpellier. Someone came from Angers. Someone relatively big. Anyways, Shamak um, came from. Oh no, that was Bordeaux. I was gonna say always there. Are Bordeaux are down now, right? I think. Mm, no. Yeah, let's let's leave our league on where, where it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just Agreed. want J. David J. David to win win the league, and that's it. We, we yes, please. Uh, with, with all that, I mean, we should just say that Monaco are, are like within a win of Lille. They're, three, they're only three points behind, and Lyon are only a point behind them. So, like you know, we've been talking about PSG and Lyon the whole season, but honestly, the top four this must be the tightest it's ever been. Mm. You would think. Yeah, it's a pretty good. Yeah, I mean Monaco right now. I mean the next the next game for Monaco, the next week or whatever for Monaco and Lyon is big too for that third Champions League spot, right? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, because they only get one and two, and then the third one is Champions League qualification, then fourth is Europa League. So Monaco just trying to hang in there for that uh, Champions League qualification. But anything can happen if Paris Saint Germain for for whatever reason. Lo- oh, if PSG lose and Monaco win, PSG play in the Champions League qualification. That would be something. <laughs> I mean, they'd have to score like. Uh, 20 goals, but like... No, no, they're only two points away from PSG, so if PSG... Oh, two Monaco, points. Oh, right, right. You're right, you're right. You're mm. right, actually. 
Uh, interesting. This is what see around the world right now. There are there, there's banter ready. Like it's Pochettino banter. You know, you brought the Spursy mentality with you. Yada yada yada. Chelsea, like Barcelona and Real Madrid at the same time, we get to banter them. Mate, I need that. The Twitter drafts. <laughs> the Twitter drafts are ready. Oh, 100%. Especially, like, with PSG, especially. Got rid of Tuchel. He's in a Champions League final. Uh, after he took them to a Champions League final. And then there was another one as well. I forget. Um, oh, I guess Arsenal got rid of Emery. He's in a, you know, Europa, Europa League, League final. final. Anyway, pe- people have just been making decisions about managers that have for, back, back for, Here's a question. For the sake of banter, what would you rather have? Tuchel lose everything or Pochettino show no, up Tuchel and lose everything? Sure. Tuchel for sure. Tuchel. Yeah, I think I think so too cool. Sure. After that, after look, listen, I've I've been a critic, but after that mixtape thing, I was done. Like that, that was I literally remember when I snapped. Once I saw his hands moving like a DJ, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> it's amazing what a little tracksuit and a bit of a mixtape can do for your <laughs> reputation. Um all right, Syria, what a weekend. Mental stuff going on in Syria. Atalanta won, kept up there into the bargain, beating Genoa four four three. Juve Inter was a gong show. Mm. It was I mean, a it, it was unlucky that, that yeah, it was it was unlucky that the ref was really a center of attention. Like some horrendous decisions in that Juve Inter game. Like a couple of penalties that were very suspect, a red card that was relatively soft. You know, we talk about th- getting three yellows in a game, especially a game this big, right? Like you kind of get your three yellows. This one was two straight yellows. Was, to me, it was like a yellow and a half. Um, but yeah, like it was a bit dominated by the referee. But at the end of the day, Juve got their the three points they need. They're still out. It's still not in their hands. But it is coming down to the wire with both Napoli, AC Milan, only a point ahead of Juve. So the good thing for Juve is that there's, I'm looking at it. Yeah, there's two teams that could mess up here as opposed to one. So there's a bigger chance for them to make it. And Milan, Milan had a chance to just be done with it. And they then just went and ballsed it up. Yeah, they would have qualified for the Champions League had they beaten Cagliari on the weekend and their fans were going mental. I mean, the the purely in-out thing has been going on for, for, a, little, for a little while. Uh, it's in the Shake It All About stage, oh, but oh. they're... Uh, Can I tell you something? Please. Next game, Milan have to play Atalanta away. Oh, no. <laughs> this is how Juventus do it, man. Were, Atalanta are on the beach, though. They're, they're already matter. in. It doesn't matter. It's Atalanta away. The tweets of, like, welcome AC Milan back to the Champions League and all these memes and the crying, you know, Mexican guys from the soap operas and all that. <laughs> all the stuff was on there. And now they're going to go and mess this up, aren't they? Oh, man. Well, let's if, see. If Milan mess it up, El Chiringuito guy is going to be <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> He's a, he's a legend. Napoli are playing Verona at home, so you'd think they'd do that. Juve oh, yeah. are playing Bologna away. and I mean, nothing's guaranteed with Juve, but, man, it's, it seems like it's down to Milan, especially yeah. away to Atalanta. Ooh, you can see so much diving in the, in the Juve game. Like, my oh. God. We thought there were penalties this week. <laughs> Next week, all the goals are going to be penalties. Keep in mind, but, Atalanta are not on the beach, Alex. Atalanta, if they lose, they could potentially finish fourth. It's both Milan win but and Napoli fourth goes win. straight in, right? Sure, like but it's... still, you don't want to you don't want to go from second to fourth in the last week. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, you get two more crates of cigarettes for finishing second. <laughs> <than> you... <laughs> <laughs> for finishing fourth, but, um, just I just want to touch on uh, Napoli quickly because 
they've already decided that Gattuso is leaving at the end of the season, but he's finishing really strong. Like they didn't look like they were going to make the Champions League for a long time this season. Now they're they swatting have teams yet? away. Uh, I, I think it might be sorry. Is it Lampard? Really? Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm playing process of elimination. Is it Lampard? Should be. <laughs> um, he, loves, he loves a bowl of pasta. Um, I think it would probably be sorry, won't it? Oh, that would be sensible, but like... Yeah, but I mean, does Napoli need any more pollution? Oh, wow. <laughs> Gattuso is going to Fiorentina, apparently. That's a... Okay. Oh, it's Sorry a rumor, but it seems strong. That kind of makes sense for Fiorentina. I just... Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Daily Mail. Napoli considering Gaultier, don't know who he is, Spalletti, and Italiano. Like, yeah, Gaultier is Italiano manages, a person or I is that swear, like... <laughs> I swear the Daily Mail picked pasta brands and just put them on there. <laughs> Italiano, Spalletti. I know who Spalletti is, but still, the joke works. <laughs> um, who is Italiano? Di Giorno. It's just like... <laughs> I know Alex knows the answer to this, but like I don't know who this Italiano guy is. So, I, I don't. Hang on. There, there is. I, I, I knew there was a Vincenzo Italiano. There you go. Because on the I, surface, like, it just looks racist. They were just like yeah. an Italiano is going to be there. I swear. <laughs> it does. Bernie, Bernie, you do know who Gaultier is, though. He manages your favorite French team. Who's my favorite French team again? Lille. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, there? Jeez, it's been years. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's sorry. Uh, I'll just finish by saying that um, <laughs> Roma beat Lazio 2-0, played some good football, enjoyed their day. Uh, savor it, lads, because that's the last, <laughs> the last time for the next few years you're going to enjoy your football. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It's going to be interesting. I mean, he he's... Mourinho is due a bounce. Might be here. Might be. It's it's Syria. Anything is possible. Sure. <laughs> it, All right. Italy was not the only place where, where drama ensued on the weekend. Uh, Mohamed, what is going on in La Liga? Please? No, no, no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't keep up. I was out of the house. So I just had life scores on literally refreshing. And I wasn't even like how crazy it was. I wasn't even refreshing the scores because I couldn't do the math. I was refreshing the table. And every time I'd refresh the table, it would change. And it was just going insane. Like Madrid, you know, everybody was playing at the same time. Madrid were, were, were nil-nil all the way to like the 17th minute. So that was on the line. And then Atletico were drawing until the 88th minute, you know, until Luis Suarez pulled one out of the bag. And then Barcelona, I'm like, I'm just dropping, you know, every time I refresh, I'm watching them drop down the table. Just dropping down. It's like, what? How, like, how bad can Barcelona be? Like, how bad can you be? Like, I know it's Celta Vigo, but, like, still, it's, it's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. I, you know what? Someone, honestly, someone on Twitter said Messi, across his whole Barcelona career, only had two serious managers, Pep and Luis Enrique. That's it. And they threw Luis Enrique out. That's it. Like, serious, serious managers. Like, he just, he's carried these teams with, like, joke managers. You know, Tata. Uh, he Tata. He did appoint Tata. <laughs> Doesn't 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 make him not a joke. Right card. Yes. yes. Well, Verde was me. Right card was actually some was pretty semi-serious, but that was before Messi. Like, like yeah. Right card. had Ronaldinho. So yeah, and Eto'o, yeah. and like you know, yeah. there was there was something to it. <laughs> yeah. I never understood Rijkaard's managerial career. He managed Barcelona, won the Champions League, and then seemed to just commit 
footballing Harry Carey and just sold off to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, I think he, like, you know what? He's the kind of guy I respect because he's like, I've achieved something. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to go make some money now and, and like, chill. Like, there's, mm-hmm. there's, no, there's no need for all this stress. Like, Pep, uh, literally, we're a year off because of the stress of Barcelona. Rekord's like, nah, fam, I'm chilling. <laughs> Rekord's in the these, club these, with these dreadlocks. These dreadlocks are not falling out. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, that puts, again, Atletico back in the lead, back with, with you know, the, the it's in their control. I can't, I don't know who the, the problem is it's head-to-head in La Liga, which means you have to go yeah. and check. Like, I don't know who the Real Madrid Atletico head-to-head is because if Atletico draw and Madrid win, they're going to be on the same points. I just got to find out what their head-to-head is. So I'm not sure if that's exciting or not over there. This um, is true, but it, like, it really shouldn't come to that because... Atleti have uh, Valladolid, Valladolid, and Real Madrid have Villarreal. Hmm. Can Emery do this for the people? Can, can Emery say football? Yes, he can. Well, <laughs> who did Emery? Emery beat someone like uh, Villarreal four 0 Yeah, smashed him. But then again, there's only one person who knows Sevilla more better than than anyone, and it's True. Emery. Sure, they they basically let him win because he's like he has the keys to the city, so that's fine. Yeah, um, it's interesting, but yeah, I think I mean it would be nice for Atletico, I think, to do it for Simeone and kind of. I mean, he's the highest paid manager in, in world football, if I'm not mistaken. So he has to win much. something. Say word. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, I'm just looking at the table. Valladolid uh, are playing to survive. Shit. They, if they yeah, win, yeah. they can they can avoid relegation. Via the lead are on thirty-one points. So it could be interesting. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um but just quickly, Barcelona, like what 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 happens now? Human goes. Yeah, Coman will go. Um Aguero will come. Yeah. Memphis is arriving, it seems. They're, they're talking oh, yeah. they're gonna get yeah. two of those guys for free. That's that's refreshing. <laughs> Well, they don't have the business. money. They don't yeah, have the money. after after four hundred million spent on Coutinho, Dembele, Griezmann, and whoever else, yeah, that's that's a that's good business in my opinion. Now, I think although if if okay, let, let's try and put this team together. So Depay arrives on a massive contract for a couple of years. He's got to play on the left, right? Then mm-hmm. you've got Messi, who nominally plays on the right, I guess. Flick, flick, and then <laughs> oh, it doesn't matter. And then Aguero up front, Griezmann up front. Nah, Gris- Griezmann is going to... They're going to sell Griezmann. This is gonna, my point. At least they're going to try to flog him anyway. Hey, well, there's your Kane replacement. Could do worse. Although we've said that, that Griezmann at Liverpool. at Liverpool would be perfect. Yeah, flog Firmino finally because he... just he. I'm sorry, like it's not even an agenda anymore, bro. He, have you seen the game against West Brom? Like he had so many chances <laughs> to kill the game. Like, I'm sorry, he's not a striker. Get Griezmann. He's good enough at the build-up as well. Try it. Just try it. I mean, it probably won't work, but just try it. Griezmann for sixty million, like half the money. I, I, you know what? That's not horrendous. He is thirty. Barcelona has to get some money back. Why don't Tottenham take Firmino? All he can do is pass the ball to Son. Yeah, he can, draw, he can do the drop deep bit, just not yeah, the scoring yeah. goals. I think Firmino would rather sit on the bench. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but yeah there's going to be a lot of like right the players this season like clubs aren't rich enough to just go and add to the squad which which means you're going to see a lot of players do kind of a movement one club to the other to allow the other transfer to happen so it's going to be like a train of transfers so it'll be interesting yeah. well it'll be a lot I, of swaps I, I think hmm. yeah, so we say that every year and then it never happens though 
Yeah, but this is this is different. Well, yeah, this I, don't is different. I don't know why, but it is. Famous last words, like every single garage sale that Bernie, fire sale that Bernie. <laughs> every single one. Every single. Hey, oh, oh, you, 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 you want to laugh? Here's what, I didn't realize it until Mohana just said it right now. The only actual fire sale that has actually ever happened in the seven years or whatever we've done this podcast is my United players to Inter Milan. That's it. <laughs> you know There's what? One more. There was one more, wasn't it? What was it? Madrid and Sevilla, or Madrid and Valencia, or something? Well, Southampton and Liverpool, but like... no, sure. But there was like something in La Liga where Valencia were like were poor. There were two La Liga things. One, you're right. Last yeah. year, Valencia went broke and they sold half their team to, Villa, <laughs> yeah. to Villarreal. Oh yeah, like Parejo <laughs> and like Coppola. Yeah, <laughs> like literally, here's our midfield. Enjoy. And then the <laughs> other one was when Malaga went bust and we got Arsenal got Monreal and Cazorla for like twelve mm. euros. Good point. Packet of crisps for those two. <laughs> that wasn't bad business at all. Very good business. <laughs> then they have like these like other Qatari owners, like not yeah. the royal family's other ones, and then they're like, nah, fam, we're broke. <laughs> Total fraudulence. Yeah. Okay. Well, the minute you buy Re- or the minute you're Qatari and buy Real Sociedad, you know you're not rich. Well, like Malaga went to Champions League quarterfinal. They thought I thought they had a good thing going. They were like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's going to be a crazy end of season. I think these games are happening. What is it? May? Uh, let me see. So the end of La Liga is on the 22nd. They're all playing at the same time on Saturday. And then champ- like Premier League is still, there's still two. So there's still like games Wednesday, Thursday, I believe, in the Premier League. Yeah. Am I correct? There's pretty tomorrow games. There, there are games every day. There's a bunch of games tomorrow. But Leicester is tomorrow at 3.15 is going to be fun. 3.15 Eastern time. Yeah. Uh, let, let me run through some uh, some rumors yeah. for you very quickly. Um, uh, Manchester United correspondent, uh, talk to me about Kieran Trippier, Jaden Sancho, please. I think both are actually going to happen. I kind of do too. I genuinely believe both of those. Like Trippier has been was apparently going to happen in January, and then he got the three month suspension for betting, so that that got called off. And Sancho, I think this is the time. So yeah, I think those two. Fair enough. Um, good thing Trippier stayed, actually. If he wins La Liga, it would have, been, it would have sucked if he'd left in January. Um, David Luiz to into Miami. Get in. It's happening. It's just like the problem is he's such a party guy. He do not want to get party guys to Miami. It's going to fail. Yeah, they did so well with Shawcross and uh, what's Gibbs. his name? Non-party guys. And now they're going to bring <laughs> Salsa over? Bruh. <laughs> Mate, Gibbs, Shawcross, David Louise, and Breck Shea is in there somewhere. I mean, it's incredible stuff. Also, this is fraudulence. Like, isn't Matuidi still there? Like, how many DPs do they have? Like, this is illegal. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, but is Shawcross sure really is. a DP? You know, he probably counted as just a regular dude. Imagine yeah. paying Shawcross like 100K. They are. <laughs> you know yeah. they are, though. Shawcross just gets like regular MLS wages plus his weight and sunscreen. Shawcross is like, I'm tired of the cold nights in, in Stoke, so now I'll, I'll play for the sun. <laughs> give, me the, give me the muggy nights in uh, Tampa. Uh, and then last one, um, Joachim Anderson, who's linked with both Arsenal and Spurs. And really what I want to talk about, I think he's probably going to end up at Spurs. It seems like the stronger rumor. But what I want to say is, Mohamed, would you be pissed off, like I would be, if Arsenal did sign a centre-back? Unless, unless uh, with the caveat that obviously if it's like an elite, like a Ruben Diaz, whatever, which isn't going to happen, sure. But if they went to sign like another, just another centre-back. If Saliba does not get his chance, we riot. Yes. 
I don't care about your personal beef. I want to watch this dude play for one season Arsenal. I don't care if he gets nutmegged every game and then now I know he's shit and you can sell him. But he has to get his chance. Do not sign Ruben Diaz. Do not sign Van Dijk. I just... Like, Arsenal fans have nothing to live for but these little ifs. So give me the Saliba. Let me watch him play for a season as opposed to, like, what? Chambers and a holding? And, like, no. I, I want Saliba, Gabriel, in the back four. Thank you very much. Marie can come on as a sub. Done. Fair enough. What's Ryan Bertrand backing them up on the left? There you go. Experience. 19 <laughs> years in the Premier League. Or whatever. Wait, here, here's, here's my question for you guys. Sander Berger or Burge? Or no, one of the no, two? no. Guys, it's happening. You know this, right? I, I feel like it is happening. Like what? Literally, Arsenal are recruiting new scouts and they told <laughs> part of their homework assignment to see whether we were going to like hire them was do a scouting report on Sander Berg. Bissouma, Buendia... Get me that kind of stuff. Don't get me the Sanderberg stuff. No. I, just, I don't I'm, think... I'm so sorry to tell you that this is going to happen. <laughs> Hopefully it's a curveball for you, but yeah, this is... this. I mean, at that point, I just play Shaka over Sanderberg. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I mean, Sanderberg, Xhaka, Elneny, and Ceballos is like the slowest collection of central midfielders you could possibly put together. The scariest part of that is I would start Elneny out of those four. Oh, 100%. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um, I, look, we didn't have Arsenal this weekend. Let's not get into it. Sorry, I've been having yeah. a great week. Sorry. That's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> true. Uh, yeah, that's, see, Arsenal fans should do a bit more rioting, try and get some games called off. Everyone would be a lot happier. Yeah, park some, park some Fiat Pintos or whatever in front of the bus. Or some edamame beans. All right. <laughs> anyway, all right. I think that will do it unless there's anything else. Uh, and if not, We'll chat again next week. Peace. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Mm-hmm.